You're listening to the Stay Sore Podcast, where we talk about physical, financial, and emotional strength. Why stay sore? Because nothing good comes easy. Here's your host, Bo Skitsko. Right. So welcome back. We're back with Bo Skitsko from Bo Fit Studios to just have a conversation and talk about what it's like to be a personal trainer and, and own a business and survive COVID. So thanks for joining us, Bo. It's Thank great you for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. So you own a studio, a private studio. Tell us a little bit about your history, just a brief history of, of where you got there first. Okay. Well, um, I have been a personal trainer or just in the fitness industry for about a decade now. I was a uh, personal trainer in a big box gym, uh, became head trainer, and uh, decided to open up my studio, which is now over three years ago. And um, I was slowly growing, 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 hiring trainers as well, uh, making it a real business, not just a job for myself. And then COVID came around uh, and then things got interesting. So, yeah. Yeah, so let's talk about that. How long were you shut down? Uh, about two months. About two months, yes. So that was a rough, rough time. Yeah. So when, when, if, when you first shut down, I know we, we, we touched base a little bit then about, you know, what, what do you do? How long is this going to last? Like, you know, so when, when you know, the, the rug was basically pulled out from underneath you, you know, what, what, what were you thinking about? What'd you go through? Huh, there was like a thousand, thousand thoughts every second because, uh, you know, I have a wife and three kids. I have to pay the bills at home, like my everyday life. And then I also have to pay for the business, which is most people think if you have a business, it's just, uh, it's just the uh, lease and utilities, but there's so much more. There's still insurance. There's still like softwares with, with uh, the gym management softwares and the website payments. There's so many small things you have to pay. So you have like two full lives you have to pay the home life and the work life and bills keep coming and uh but you are forced to shut down hey you have to pay the bills but you're not allowed to have an income so uh that was rough that was very rough and to be honest then i usually consider myself a very mentally strong person very strong mindset but even i for for a few days curled up into a fetus position and got scared but i had to figure it out because uh you know you have to you have to attack whatever is in front of you and not what you want to be in front of you, I guess. Just one second. My AC is turning on. I don't want to be too loud. All right. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. So I, I would agree. It, it really, it was very shocking for me as well. And um, yeah, it was like, what, what's going on? What do we do? What's, what's happening? What's going to happen? You know, there's definitely a lot of fear there. So at some point you decided, all right, this isn't going away. This is my business. Now what am I going to do? Yeah. So uh, like I said, for about two, three days, I was like shocked and I was kind of paralyzed almost by, by fear. And um, then I, I saw my kids playing around and stuff. And then I started texting some clients, just checking, feeling the pulse, understanding what's going on out there. And I turned out everyone uh, was in sort of a, uh, let's just say depression, like fear, depression, or anxiety. 
uh, very, very deeply and very aggressively depressed. So I, I started understanding, okay, I need to be strong for my kids. They don't have anyone besides me to be strong, to lead them. Then all my clients, they are in a very, very dark place. I have to uh, figure out how to like not feel sorry for myself, but be a leader, lead others, be strong for them. And as we know, fitness is one of the best natural ways to deal with with, with your own thoughts, with your own mind, and the, that darkness that can set in once in a while. And at that time, when, when everything got shut down, you know, everyone was at home stuck watching the news. And I had to break that cycle of uh, constant fear. Like a little bit of information is good, but let's do something about it instead of just consuming. So I uh, got up, figured out how to do it. I uh, reamped my website to do online classes or online personal training. Uh, it, it wasn't perfect, but it got the job done, got the job done. I did personal training one-on-one -on -one with whoever was ready to do it. Some people were so, so consumed by fear that they couldn't even like physically type a message back. They were too afraid to even say something. So I couldn't even get a hold of them, but the ones that were ready, the personal training had to do like online charging uh, as far as payments go. And then I actually had free classes, like general classes that were free because I thought uh, not just me, there's other people that lost their jobs, but they need help. So I can't just I have a paid option with just one-on-one -on -one with me, but the overall like general class once a day should be free. At least that was my, that was my ethical conviction that I, I need to have them free for everyone who needs help just connect with other humans like we, we had part of a workout a little water break and then when we had the water break i turned the camera or the sound on for everyone they could talk to each other that social connection they needed that so much so they were talking to each other water breaks over let's work out again i turn everyone off it's just me and then water break they can chat again and slowly we built a little community Yes, there was a donate button. Whoever could afford it could support me, but I still wanted to give something free because people needed that. That was not about fitness. That was about keeping keeping your mind sharp and fresh and, and connected, you know? Wow, what a gift. That's wonderful that you that you did that and just gave so freely. Um, and, you know, like you said, just asking for donations, whatever you can give. If not, that's great. I'm still here for you. And I think that's really a testament, though, to kind of your philosophy, too, and, and understanding that, you know, I mean, you live what you, what you teach, you know, and, and that is right. That. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if there's any trainer out there going into this industry for money because there's, there's industries where it's much, much easier to make good bucks and not go through the struggle, everyday struggle of being a trainer or in the fitness industry or owning a business. So most trainers, if they survive like, the initial three, four years of full-time training, uh, you will understand that those people are not doing this for the big bucks because there's no big bucks in this industry. They're doing it because they believe in it. They, they know that they uh, can, can change the world one workout at a time. Yeah, one person at a time for sure. There's definitely a lot of personal satisfaction out of that. So share with us some of the things that you had to do differently once you were able to open as a as a facility well there's there's many things there's the uh interpersonal communi communicating 
what I do to keep everyone safe and healthy. Then there's the legal part. I have to protect myself because unfortunately this is a country where people are, excuse me, people are uh, really quick with suing each other. So I had to consult my lawyer on my walls inside the studio and outside on the entry. There's like a paragraph of explaining, Hey, COVID is very, um, very easy to, to get. I don't know the proper wording the lawyer did that. So, but it explains you're here at your own risk and things can still happen no matter what you do. But I also, social media, I posted that I uh, clean everything. I exchanged in the bathroom. There's like, everything is touch free. You don't have to touch anything to wash your hands. Uh, there's more uh, medical grade disinfectant in the studio everywhere. There's towels with sprays. Um, there's uh, hand sanitizer everywhere. If, if the weather is barely nice, even the door stays open, nobody has to touch any handles. So you walk out from the outside inside without even touching anything. After every session, I wipe everything we have used during that session and then a general clean after the day. So it's a lot more work. Um, I showcase that online on all my social media platforms for people to, to know that I do it. I send out emails. Um, to explain what's happening. That being said, uh, some people came back, some people didn't come back, but uh, that's understandable. Some people have underlying issues, some people have opinions, um, but you know what? I'm back and I'm stronger than ever and I'm excited because uh, if nobody else wants to work on, on getting people healthy, then I'm gonna do it. Right, that's awesome. What were some of the things that you learned maybe about yourself or about the business that surprised you or I don't know, what are some things that you learned? Okay. So uh, since we're talking about COVID, I learned that COVID is either something that breaks you down or builds you up. Uh, first of all, I think COVID was, was just exposure. And what I mean by that, by that is COVID was exposing all the weaknesses and all the areas of life. If you had a poorly structured, poorly run business, that was exposed immediately. You probably didn't make it through the shutdown. Um, if you had bad health, COVID itself exposed that. So if you didn't take care of your health, if you ate whatever you want, had a poor sleeping uh, schedule, if you had whatever it is health-wise, COVID exposed that. Because, hey, to be honest, 99.9% or whatever it is, but a lot of people made it. Uh, and people that had underlying issues, a lot of them, which you would normally have control over, they, they had a hard time with that. So it exposed how you treat your health. It exposed how you treat your business. And it exposed your relationships. If you were locked down with a person you don't like at home, your partner, your Dante, your husband, whoever it is, girl, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever you're into, if you had a bad relationship, COVID exposed that as well. You know, if you are a bad parent and now you're stuck with your kids at home, let's say you have an apartment, you can't even like go in the backyard, that was exposed too. So COVID exposed all the weaknesses. But the question now is, what did you do about it? Did it break you down or did you learn from that and become bigger? Same thing with my business. I learned that I'm not always as strong as I think I am, but that made me stronger so, because I pivoted. I, I figured it out. I found my weakness and I, uh, now it's better than ever. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. That, that, that's a really great point. And that's, 
you know, as trainers, we need to be adaptable. And this was like the epitome, right, of adaptation. Most definitely. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, you know, for people that are looking to go into the business and, you know, what's your thought as far as for the future for like online personal training and, you know, the, the face-to-face and, and, you know, do you see this being like a permanent shift, you know, in just the de- more of a demand for online personal training? What do you think? That's a, that's a good and very, very deep loaded, all encompassing question. <laughs> um, honestly, I don't know. And I, I kind of don't care. I'm going to do each day what is the best for that particular day. I think the online, online training realm is very saturated, very overfilled with everyone wants to sell you personal training pills, diet pills health coaching, 16-year-old teenagers selling you life coaching. Uh, it's, it's overwhelmed. Um, I, don't, I personally don't like online training. I'm a high-five, high-energy, sarcastic jokes, body language kind of guy. So, uh, of course, there's a lot of there's – al- there's always going to be room for good quality online stuff, online coaching, but it's just not my thing. I will do it if I have to. I hope I'm going to try to do the most I can not online, but that's just my personality. Uh, if you have ever met me in person, you'll know exactly why. I can be funny online, but uh, in person I'm funnier. Yeah. So I, I don't know where this is going to go. All I know is I'm going to figure it out, and so should you. Whatever it is that particular day requires from you, that's what you got to do. It's not like what I like to do. It's where can I help the most people. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. So really filling that need is what I heard you say. Yes, very much so. Very much so. If I don't have an option to do in-person stuff, I going to go online. Do I want it? No. Do my clients want it? Probably not. But right. But if that's what the situation dictates and that that's what we have to do, we have Better to be the best with what you got. I right. always tell my clients, even in personal training or group classes, whatever it is, I don't expect you to be perfect, but I expect you to, to give 100% effort. Whatever is your perfect for that day, that's what I expect from you. Yeah, it's a really good point, too. You know, you talk about that, you know, that day, because we've got, you know, everything that we've done up until that point that we've brought to the table, right? You know? Even everything in life and even technology, it, it used to take like, what, a thousand years to come up with a new thing. You invent the wheel, the wheel. Then it's like a hundred years to invent something new. Then it was like a month to something new. And nowadays it's every day there's something new. So you have to stay sharp and adapt. Who knows if, if there's an online thing that gets invented tomorrow, maybe I'm going to jump on it. I don't know. Yeah, that's awesome. So any um, other thoughts as far as for, um, Adaptability, like as a, you know, as a trainer, like in general, you know, COVID aside, um, you know, the, the gym has, you know, losing members or, um, you know, they ask you to do different things. Like what's your, what's been your, I don't know, recipe for adaptability, I guess. Stay uncomfortable. Uh, the second you get comfortable, um, you already lost the battle. You, you can't stay comfortable. Meaning like 
so we're recording this for students from what I understand. So if they stay comfortable, if they get a little too comfortable, they might not pass the class, right? So they have to stay a little uncomfortable. If you want to pass life, you stay a little uncomfortable. You got to actually pick up a book and read it. You have to actually go to the class and do it. You have to actually do things. And the second you feel comfortable, you are one step behind. If you feel comfortable the next day, you might actually lose. I think the recipe for, adapt for adaptability and being able to pivot business or personal life, you just seek the thing that you fear the most because uh, that's probably the good thing. But also other people fear it too. If you're the first one to, to get there, you are outrunning the race, if that makes sense. Absolutely, yeah. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable because you're constantly having to adapt. And it's not scary for you to be like, oh, this is something new because you're used to, oh, this is something new. <laughs> I got to do something differently maybe. Try this, try that. As you know, I wrote a whole book about that. I have to plug it here right now. Absolutely, please Stay do. Sore. I don't know if this is going to be like a mirrored version or if you can actually read it. But yeah, we can read it, yeah. Okay, so it's, it's on Amazon. You can get the Stay Sore book. But Stay Sore is nothing, has nothing to do with working out. It's just a concept. If you want to have results on fitness, you got to get sore once in a while, right? I mean, it's not the only aspect of a great workout. But if you are sore, you know you did something pretty uncomfortable during the workout, and now your body has to adapt. So that's adaptability. You got to get uncomfortable. You got to get sore. Same goes for life. You want a good job? You got to get uncomfortable. You have to like go apply, seek. If you want to have a good education, you have to actually go to college and have some sleepless nights before your exams. So get uncomfortable. The second you start getting uncomfortable, you're going to get comfortable at being better than uh, you could. Nice. Speaking of uncomfortable, well, and adapting and changing, I understand that you've started, you've done some other things online that have helped you promote your business and you've, you're, you're branching out now. Tell me a little true, about that. True. So uh, I, well, COVID hit me in the face pretty hard and uh, all of a sudden you're not allowed to have clients in your business. So what do you do? You adapt. I started online training and then I figured, okay, things are going online. The attention of my clients is on that little blue screen that steals our lives. So if my clients are here, I have to be here too. So I started a podcast. I started a YouTube channel. And again, it's all the whole channel is called, just like my book, it's called Stay Sore. You can find it on all media, media platforms. Um, the audio version is on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all of it. And then there's a video version on YouTube, but it's called Stay Sore. Again, the same concept. You want to have something good in life, you got to get uncomfortable. Stay sore because nothing good comes easy. So I'm grabbing the attention of my clients and actually helping because my purpose is serving. That's what we do as trainers. We serve. So if I can't serve all of them, because not all of them return to my studio, if I can't serve them here in person, I'm going to serve them in their ears and in their eyes on that little phone. Got to do what you got to do. Yeah, nice. I will put that in the little blurb on the, on our video once I load this Thank up. You. Thank you. So see, that's, that's attitude. Did COVID hurt? Like I know COVID hurt everyone a little bit or a lot of it, but I, again, for me, it's attitude. It was a blessing because uh, I, I, as much as that hurt, I spread out into different, different things. I started new things. I started, my mindset changed. Um, I had a little bit of time to rethink my priorities, you know, so it can break me or I can use it 
and get stronger from that. Like uh, from the Rocky movie, the the the, um, the quote from the Rocky movie. I think it's the Rocky movie. He said, "Life is not about all rainbow and sunshine. Life is about how hard you can get hit and stand back up." So I'm standing taller than before. Yeah, absolutely. Kudos. It's, it is, there's a lot of businesses that didn't make it, you know, they closed and they were, and, you know, fitness centers stayed closed for quite a while longer than some other businesses. Very so. true. Very true. I, I have many, many, many uh, friends or people in my fitness industry networks that have to close their businesses. Some went online. I have friends that gave up the fitness thing altogether and just went for a regular job, some of them are still unemployed. Um, so it's it's a pretty rough thing, and uh, it it takes takes a lot of uncomfortableness, if that's a word, to to survive and to make it. Right. Yeah. So definitely kudos to you, and that's that's why. So I'm hitting you up for my students to to, to pick your brain as to you. You know, why you survived and others didn't. And it's it really sounds like your ability, like you said, to take these heavy hits, be smart. You know, you obviously manage money well. You, you know, you're frugal with what you did. You're not, you know, leveraging and having all this debt and, you know, living beyond your means as you're growing. And so, you know, it sounds like you made smart business choices all along the way because... I'm, I'm telling you the first, the first few days when I got locked down, I spent on the phone. And what I mean by that is canceling everything I don't need, like all the subscriptions, uh, I like... Anything that I don't need very in this very moment for my business, because there's a lot of things, the business line, the, the website, the domains, the, 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 the uh, marketing strategies, like all my marketing on social media, because I pay Facebook quite a few bucks. There's hundreds of dollars to market the business. And all that got shut down, everything. Every, every dollar I could save, I shut it down to survive a little longer because that two weeks flattening the curve turned into two months and in some states into six months. So um, that's the first thing I did. You've got to manage your money because you won't have a dollar if you lack just one cent. So that exactly managing money was a big one. Cancel everything you don't need. Uh, If you have like different levels of subscriptions to something, if you really need that service, you can still like lower down in the lower level. Uh, you know, so anything I could do, I started selling on Craigslist stuff that I don't need just to make it. It's, I mean, I make it sound easy, but it was not easy at all. Right. But you did it and you're resilient and you, you know, just kept fighting, kept finding a way, kept thinking, critically thinking, how can I, what can I do to, you know, to survive, to stay afloat. And it worked. It worked. It worked very, very well, actually. Yeah. Um, you know, the key to everything is don't think you're smarter than somebody else and stay uncomfortable. So always be open to learning and seek, seek discomfort. I mean, in a smart way, but you know. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Any last thoughts or parting comments or things, words of wisdom, my little Boisms that I miss so much. Boisms. <laughs> you know, stay humble, uh, stay open, stay sore. Stay sexy. I would expect nothing less. <laughs> well, I really appreciate your time this morning to, uh, to talk with us and to share again your success. I'm just I'm so excited that you made it and you are still providing the wonderful service that you do to your clients and, and to me and our friendship. 
I'm just really grateful for that as well. Um, Me too. And uh, I look forward to seeing you again in person soon. Yes, definitely. All right. You Me have too. a great rest of the day. Thank you. You too. Thanks.